This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And welcome back to Cottage Talk. This is my post-match reaction to Fulham's 1-0 loss to Tottenham Hotspur on Monday night at Craven Cottage. I did my initial reaction show right after the match, and I hope you do watch that, as uh, that was a, a little bit raw, but I hope you enjoyed that take right after the match. Well, now I've had a little under 24 hours to think about things, so these are my five takeaways that I'm taking out of the match that I'll be sharing with you in the next 15 to 20 minutes. As always, thank you again for watching College Talk. If you're not already subscribing, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us and supporters of other clubs as well. We get a lot of people listening from other clubs. So everyone's welcome to College Talk. This is a phone show and it's going to be a a full look at this match, not a Tottenham Hotspur view of the match. Just keep that in mind, but we appreciate you wanting to know what I'm talking about, so I'm going to share that with you now. So here are my top five, and I'll go in order from five to one. Five takeaways I'm taking out of this match. Let's start with number five, and I think this one is obvious. So especially when you are playing the top teams, the, basically the top six, it's even more adamant. You need to score. You need to score when you're on top. If you don't, you lead yourself open to a sucker punch, which we saw in this match from Harry Kane. For 30, 35 minutes, Fulham were on top. They were controlling the play. They created some opportunities, but they didn't get the goal that they really needed to take control of the match. And when you don't score the goal and then you get the sucker punch, then it becomes very difficult on you. You can get away with it a little bit with the rest of the teams in the league. But when you're up against the top six, you're on top, you got to score. You just have to score. Or you're going to run into situations like we saw on Monday night. I believe that. And I think Fulham will learn from this, that 
they were very aggressive to start off the game. Their pressing was fantastic. They were creating these opportunities, but they needed to put one in the back of the net. And because they did not, they left themselves open for what we saw. And that's unfortunate way that the game goes, but that's that's the game of football. You can be playing great, and just like that, a moment of magic can change everything. And we saw that at Craven Cottage Monday night. So that's going to lead to number four. And it involves Harry Kane. And Harry Kane does always seem to score against Fulham on the preview shows that we did. We talked a lot about Harry Kane and Son and uh, how it was going to be. We were all fairly confident that he could potentially score or Son could score or both. Well, in this case, Harry Kane scores. It's not a shocker that he scored. And the interesting part of this is that he doesn't need much to get an opening, take advantage of it, and put it in the back of the net. And that's what happened here in stoppage time the first half. And this was really difficult to swallow because I thought Fulham were the better side in the first half. But they were down. And it's because of this man, Harry Kane, and also getting him the ball, the service to him. It all sets it up. Now, I want to give full credit to my friends at That's So Craven, who did a really good job of analyzing what Fulham potentially could have done to stop Harry Kane. Talked about Tim Ream, talked about Leno, and also talked about Paulina. And I agree with looking at all three of those players, really analyzing. They did a wonderful job of analyzing what potentially Fulham could do to stop Harry Kane. But also, you just have to, sometimes you just have to tip your cap. And in this case, I'm going to tip my cap to Harry Kane and just say, that's the difference. As I said in full time, sometimes players of an elite level like him just score goals, no matter what you do. Could Fulham have done a little bit better? Possibly. But I think this had more to do with Harry Kane, the, the defending on him. So that's the bottom line. Harry Kane always seems to score against Fulham, and he did it again. He was the difference in this match because then it set everything up in the second half. At that point, when you go in the half up a goal, up 1-0, the second half really was about managing the game, honestly, and trying to beat Fulham on the counter. We played into Conte's hands, honestly, by giving up that goal. But if you really look at it, did Fulham give up the goal or did Harry Kane score the goal? I think Harry Kane scored the goal. So I'm going to give him credit on that. We can always look at the players and say they could have done better. But sometimes you just got to just give it to the player. So I'm going to give it to Harry Kane. Okay, so that's number four. Number three. Did Marco Silva make most of the substitutions too late? And it's a great point. And I think maybe he did. And I'm just going to mention that. First off, I did like the fact that they brought in Tom Kearney. But I'm thinking, why not make more substitutions when you brought on Tom Kearney? You just brought him on to maybe change the game. And that didn't really work. So then you made multiple substitutions late. And I think that they had an impact, but not enough, and maybe not enough time to do what they needed to do. I thought Manor Solomon made an impact. I'm going to talk about him in just a second. I think, you know, and again, Vinicius, I thought, played well. I think he's improving. 
Again, the guys from That's So Craven, please do check out their podcast. We're talking about the improvement of Vinicius and what he did when he came on. So when you have two players, and then, of course, you have Harry Wilson, and you also have Tom Kearney coming on, all that combination coming on, and you still can't scroll the goal. I also think that part of it was just too late, but also, as I said, on full-time. I think that no matter what they did, I mean, this is the counter to that. They weren't going to score because this had to do with Tottenham Hotspur just being resolute defensively, even with all the changes, the household changes that they made late in this match. They were still very comfortable. It didn't look like Fulham were going to get the equalizer at all. And as I said, I I think if you actually gave Fulham 30 extra minutes, they, they weren't going to score. But I do think it's a fair second guess to look at Silva with the substitutions here. Did he weave it too late with several of them? And possibly he did. Possibly he did. Would it have made a difference? In the end, I'm not, I don't think so. But we can always question the manager. I think it's fair to do that with substitutions. When things go wrong, what do we do? We question. We look at what could have they done. And this is an obvious one. The substitutions could have been earlier. I do like the substitution of Kearney. I just wish that maybe they, a few of them came with him. Maybe he makes the moves at the same time, bringing on Solomon. At the same time, he brings on Kearney. I don't know. Just a thought there. So maybe he did make it late, but in the end, I think they were still going to lose. That's just my opinion on that, but it's a good second guess. Number two, this goes back to, You'll see this all over social media. Is it time to start Man or Solomon? My answer is yes. And I think he should start over Bobby Decadover Reed. I want to see him start with on the right with William on the left or flip them. Flip them. Because I think William could play on the right as well. Man or Solomon is more of a left side of winger, but he's also shown that he can play on the right hand side. I think it's time to see what Man or Solomon can give you. And I hope we do see him in the Sunderland match. But in the short glimpses we've seen, you could see the quality. Nothing against Bobby Deckard overread. He gives you everything that he possibly could give you. But I think you could see the difference in a very small period of time that Manor Solomon has a different type of quality that I'm not sure Bobby Deckard overread has. And so for me, it's time to start Manor Solomon. That's a huge positive to come out of this match would be him showing what he could potentially do for Fulham Football Club. We'll see. There's still several games left. I would like to see Manor Solomon. I'd like to see him play, hopefully on a regular basis. Let's see what he can give Fulham Football Club because I think the potential is there. Let's just see if the potential becomes the reality. So I think it's time to start Manor Solomon In fact, I would start him against Chelsea. I'm making the shout-out right now. Okay. Coming up next to end the show, I'm going to give you my number one takeaway from this Fulham loss to Tottenham Hotspur. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, to end this short show of Cottage Talk, my post-match reaction, I'm going to give you my number one takeaway. This isn't going to be a shocker, but it might be a shocker in the way I'm presenting it. Number one is Fulham are fine margins away from beating a team in the top six. Yes, I used a phrase that I really don't like from Scott Parker, but I think it fits here. If you look at the gap between Fulham and the top six, it's not as big as we might have thought. They're not that far off from beating these teams. I'm not saying being in the in the top four, I'm not saying ending in the top six. I'm talking about beating one of these sides. They're not that far off. And that's huge moving forward. In fact, if I'm Tony Khan, Shad Khan, and the recruitment staff, I look at how close we are and I think about what I'm going to do in January because maybe I go a little extra hard for that player you really want because he might take you over the top. They need a few players. Maybe they need game changers. Why not bring them in January? I know we always talk about bringing in a player like that in, say, the summer. But I'm saying bring him in now. Show the intent right now. There's no reason not to bring him in. Bring him in right now. I would do it. I would bring in a couple. Why not? You're going to stay in the Premier League and think about building for next season right now, just like you did last season. You knew you had a very good chance of getting in the Premier League. You needed to think forward. It's time to think forward right now. Don't just think about survival. Think about building. Let's do it now in January because Fulham are not that far off from beating these teams. They're just not. They can compete with them, but they're missing that extra quality, I think, to beat them. They're this close. Fine margins. Thank you, Scott Parker. Fine margins. So that's my number one. I'm curious what everyone thinks about that. I have several comments. So let's just see what some of the comments are. From Chris Goodwin, number five is spot on. Thank you, Chris. I agree with that. My friend Steve Reynolds. The Silva have to change the system. Are we being too predictable? Steve, it's a good point. Because Fulham maybe are being too predictable. They are kind of turning into, morphing into, this is who we are. This is, we do what we do. Sometimes you have to change things up a little bit to show a team something different. It's a fair point. So I'm not against that. I just don't know if Marco Silva is going to agree with us on that. I think you should be able to change the system to fit the opponent every once in a while. You can have your 
same trademark things that you want to do, but you can change things up schematically, system, why not? Why not change it every once in a while? This is from my friend Colm Bugler. Any other phone season, would you expect Totten to play most of the second half with nine men behind the ball against us? No. No, Colm, that's a great point. Let's see. Colm also says, number one takeaway, how did Son not get it right? It's funny because I was thinking about adding that to my five takeaways. But to be fair, I didn't want that to be part of my five takeaways. I'm glad that you brought that up, Colm, because it's a fair point to bring that up. But I could also bring up to counter that, the situation with Paulinho. Could he have gotten a couple of yellow cards? Possibly. So I think they kind of balance each other out. But it was dangerous and reckless, and in some cases could have been a red card. But that's not why Fulham lost this match, Colm. It's not. They lost this match because Tottenham were the better side. That's all. Sometimes you just get beat. Fulham got beat, but not by that much. That's the point. Not by that much. Okay. Well, listen, that's going to do it for this episode. As you can hear my voice, kind of losing my voice. But I want to thank everyone, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, to all the shows. We're going to have many more shows for you. And as always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other foam supporters find us. Well, that's going to do for this quick episode of Cottage Talk. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.